Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noiser, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And I have titled this episode, The Nature of Reality, Psychedelic Pseudo-Freedom, and Keeping You in Balance. Why? Well, I was joined by Josh of Laws of Reality earlier this week to discuss a number of things. How your whole counterculture could be created by the adversary. How what you think of as cool and what you think of as edgy is really just a tool for your own enslavement. We discuss things such as the war on drugs, psychotropic drugs, as well as natural law and how they're trying so hard to keep us off off of our balance. The idea is to distract you, to keep you in a state of active denial disease or actively distracted disease, however you prefer to look at it. We discuss a number of things. Be sure to check out the links in the description bar below uh, to follow his page and his work. We'll be sure to have him on to talk about so much more. Uh, For people who are continual listeners to the podcast, essentially we're talking about aspects of the weaponizing consciousness expansion uh, I guess agenda it's the idea that where we see all these psychedelics uh, and, and, and all these drugs you know from the DMT to the MDMA to the mescaline to the peyote to the psilocybin to all of this stuff just being washed out onto the public and it may sound rough it may sound harsh and it may sound kind of rude at some points but you guys have to understand there's a reason why I would take, the, take an entire episode uh, to discuss this with somebody Lastly, I want to leave you guys with this. I know EDC just happened. Make sure you don't catch Coachella. Let's start the show. Let's rock it. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to a very special edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm actually joined by Josh of Laws of Reality. Josh, my friend, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm fired up for this transmission, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, me too. I had, uh, I, I was just telling Josh, I don't really know how uh, the initial contact happened, but to be honest, Josh is a very patient man because he's been waiting and working with me uh, as we've been going through some changes over here, uh, expanding, doing all this other stuff. Uh, but through being a very patient person, we found out that we had more in common uh, than we think. And so we started talking about things such as essentially weaponizing consciousness expansion, uh, as he terms it, and I like this, the psychedelic psyop uh, and things of this nature. Uh, Me and Josh began to talk about this, uh, you know, the war on drugs, which is really a war on consciousness, which is really a war on you and so much more. uh, And I just wanted to have him on. I wanted to have him on, but I had to take care of so much stuff. And he's been a very patient man, and I'm extraordinarily happy to have him on. Josh, my man, thank you for having. Thank you for coming on. I'm grateful for being on, man, and it was uh, worth the wait. Uh, I'm always willing to uh, talk about and break down this stuff because it's absolutely essential, and not many people are doing it. And it's it's not because that most people are bad people and they are uh, hiding this information, but it's just because they aren't aware of it, and that's the uh, simple truth of the matter. And whenever he's talking about, you know, the information, uh, you know, recently, recently I've been on a hardcore kick talking about uh, psychedelica, the use of it, what the ancients saw, uh, what else is out there, extrasensory perception. Uh, you know, we've talked about things such as Project Stargate, Project Centerland, and Project Groveflame, uh, the understanding that you have these natural abilities to interact with, uh, with reality, uh, the psychokinetic potentiality of humanity. We talk about this stuff all the time. 
But what we're going to be talking about specifically with this type of transmission is just that, how they're, they're, they're pushing this idea that you can develop these things through drugs, through, through hardcore drug usage. Uh, recently, Denver decriminalized magic mushrooms. And hey, good job, Denver. But what I'm trying to say is look at what this really does mean for the state of society, okay? And I think that's, that's what we kind of need to talk about in a deep level and what we're going to be getting into, uh, the perception of, of why the idea of even having someplace legalized magic mushrooms, that's them saying, hey, you have the ability to go to, to trip. You're listening to an authoritative stance, say that you have the ability to do something else in your own mind. That's that medical tyranny that people are buying into deception. So we're going to be talking about a few different things along this, 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 uh, this vein. Uh, but before we do, Josh, because you're the guest, please tell us how you got involved in this type of stuff, man. I'm curious. Yeah, sure. Uh, it was about... I would say five and a half years ago. I'm 24 now, so I was about 19 uh, when it really started. But uh, I just, I just kind of was in this state of uh, a lull, you could say. I was on all kinds of psychooptic uh, drugs, trying to like deal with anxiety and stuff like that, Xanax and. Uh, you know, Kalanapin, whatever, whatever you could, you, you name it. I was probably on it for a time. And one day, uh, I just got really tired of it because I felt more miserable and dead inside on the drugs than I did before them. And so, uh, I had a, I had a friend of mine who was, uh, trying to get me to, uh, consider, uh, what you were just talking about, the expansion of consciousness and extrasensory perception and all that. But of course, I, I was so drugged out that I didn't really have the capability of, of going there. And he, uh, it's ironic, actually, that we're having this uh, topic as the uh, main thing we're talking about here because the way I got into it in the first place was through a dose of medicinal uh, psychedelic mushrooms. And that's what really... Uh, blew my mind kind of wide open and made me realize essentially overnight that it wasn't me that was the problem that I had that I needed to medicate myself with pharmaceutical drugs in order to fix myself I was I was living in a world that was totally upside down and I I knew that deep down uh all along I I knew it when I was a kid growing up but I just had no um intellectual or emotional range to deal with it really like comprehend it and so this this experience really kind of opened me up to that and overnight i quit cold turkey the uh all the drugs i was on and stuff and it just took me down this like four or five year path of uh constant understanding and evolution of comprehension of what reality is and what it isn't uh, how our world actually works, how human psychology and consciousness actually works. And it took me about like two or three of those years to really get through all of the disinformation that was out there because there's just so much of it. And uh, it, it didn't take me long to figure out the whole agenda behind psychedelic drugs uh, because of the experiences that I had with them. Again, kind of ironic, but at the same time, it makes sense. Direct experience is really the best uh the best way of understanding anything. And so I got to a point about a year, year and a half ago, where I, I pretty firmly grasped the bigger picture and got to what you could call, you know, the bottom of the pit of it all. 
and now I'm, I'm still learning, obviously. That never stops, but at this point, the learning is more, uh, it's not about the knowledge anymore. It's just about learning how to apply it, yes. and uh, it's about um, you know, learning how to live with it, but live with it in a way that's productive but doesn't you know compromise me at the same time and that's the challenge uh you know for anybody who uh gets to this point that i've gotten to and there's not many people out there who have done that because there's just so much mud to wade through and people get trapped in various uh parts of that mud and it gets thicker and thicker and thicker until you finally realize that you know you had to get all the way to the bottom to fully see it or i guess you could say you had to get all the way to the top and see it from you know the the sky viewpoint of a bird so to speak to really see it all either way you want to look at it uh it's the same message you have to you have to wade through all that stuff in order to finally get to the the center of it the uh, the crux uh the foundation and that's been what my goal was all along and now i'm just trying to make other people see that that's what they need to do and show them uh what the best way of doing that is and uh here i am today so that's a summary it's like it's like how to I'd say a very good summary. It's like how to integrate the teachings. It's like how do you integrate these experiences? How do you the experiences? How do you integrate like all the stuff that you are learning? You know, like you said, it's, it it gets to a point to where it's like you're past just learning. You're past just uh, uh, looking at stuff. And it's not just that because you're always learning. You're always in the state of of, of right. learning something new of growing. That's that's the name of the game. But it's like exactly. how do you how do you integrate that growth into your day to day life? How do you integrate like the teachings, essentially the mindfulness, uh, you know, how do you have these practices? How do you integrate them naturally to where it becomes like a, a natural thing for you to, you know, mean what you say, say what you mean, not only walk the talk, but talk the walk. And right. that's all of it. But people don't understand how what's being what's what's happening now uh, is is. Is is, is is a narrative is being created, is an agenda right. is, is an agenda is being put out there. Uh, and some of this is being used with the whole stay woke phenomenon uh and all this stuff kind of ties together the use of the psychedelics uh the pharmacia uh as well as this whole stay woke phenomenon that that is that is if you ask me burgeoning and the reason i say that is because i'm all for this you know i think people have to go through this level of redemption they have to go through uh these these trials these tribulations and these 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 essentially these life-changing events to realize that there's other aspects to them. They have to go through this adversity to grow. But what's happening now is we're having a whole different part of our ex of our existence uh, manipulated. And I say that because you know you're saying that you have to go through the you have to go through the pharmaceuticals, right? Like something, the the mushrooms got you you know away from the pharmaceutical usage. And even then, you know you you knew that, you knew that the pharmaceuticals were bad. Uh, but it's the, it's it's the, it's that people have to go through that to experience other states of other states of like being to realize that there's other things that are out there. And that's just my personal experience or my personal, sure. my personal thoughts on the matter. Right. And like, uh, I, here's what I have to say about that. I think, I think that the initial wave of people who have had to, who've had to go through these experiences to get to the points where we're arriving to now, I think that that was necessary for, for us, but, what my it's not my goal it's it's the theme of what I why I do what I do I'm trying to get the people now who are in these stages of realizing what's happening if whether they be uh, trapped in a honeypot 
uh, or not. You know, whether they just be kind of not sure of what's true and what's not, or if they think that they know but they're wrong, it, it doesn't matter. Either way, I'm just trying to give them the avenue that they need to be able to avoid going through all of the yes. like the so tumultuous experiences that I and people like yourself maybe have gone through. I think everybody has to go through a certain amount of adversity just just on the principle of life alone. It's it's a uh, it's a dichotomy of uh, adversity versus you know a smooth sailing, so to speak. So I mean, everybody's going to have to go through a little bit of it at least. But I'm trying to make people have help people avoid going through all the I mean the rigorous uh, stripping down you know type of adversity that people like us have had to go through because there's there, like honestly there's no time for it. Yes, I mean we don't we don't have time to go through all of these you know uh consciousness altering experiences to fix this reality it's it's just not there we're running out of time by the day yes so uh, what i'm trying to do is just help people get there faster because once we get there we once we once we make the world you know closer to what it needs to be in order for us to actually truly evolve people can have those consciousness altering experiences in a environment where they can fully benefit from them instead of it being really almost a uh it's it's a, it's a painful experience for a lot of people because the world that they live in is so dampened by ignorance and darkness and nonsensical nonsense so that, this, that's what i'm trying to do is just make that clearer for people and this is what we were talking about before the show as well you know how and this is why so many people flock to the new age movement. Uh, this is this is how I stumbled upon it because I thought these people were out here doing good. You know, I love the whole peace, love, light, positivity. Like I I love the idea of it, but it's because I went through that experience of like realizing that look as much as much good as you want for the world, as much good as you want for even hey your neighbor, uh, your fellow human being, as much good as you want for them, they have to want good for themselves and they also have to do the work. And this wasn't. This is something that I had to. <laughs> I I gradually had to come into like understanding with. And I know that's probably something everybody already understands. But it's just like this is the movement that's being put out there. This is the ideology that's being put out there. Focus only on the good. Don't focus on the actual work that's required to make the changes in your life to do better things. This is what we mean by integrating the changes. If you want like a life that's based in love, light, and positivity, what are you doing to build that? What are you doing to create that? Now, this is and, and this is what I mean by the narrative that's being put out there. They're not telling you that you have to do X amount of work, that you have to go through these experiences, that you have to have adversity, that you have to go through these things to understand and unlock a, a, a certain perception. They're saying instead, you know what? If you don't even want to go through that type of adversity, here, take a Xanax. Here, you know, right. take a Percocet. Here, you know, dumb down. And this is the crazy part. Like er, earlier today, I was reading about, you know, this kid, 27 years old, uh, his mom lives with his mom lives with her mom. And she's an opioid addict, but she's calling her kid a drug addict because he smokes weed. And so and so I'm like, here, here we have a multi-generational issue uh, surrounding drugs going on right now. But we're not talking about the actual culture that perpetuates this type of stuff. 
And so what happens whenever we, 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 we pull back from this, we get a little, a little bit of perspective, we ask the question, what happened here? Did these people take the time to make their life this way, or are they subject to their own genes, or was this culture? There's a number of things that you could look at with that. And I suppose what I'm trying to say with just that story is, is look at how drugs are affecting not only families, the individual, the psyche, and how somebody can just go out there and put this information comfortably, airing their, airing their, their, their private issues publicly. But this is what I mean by not going through that self-reflective process, not understanding that you have to be acceptant of your own reality and create a better new one. But people don't want to people don't want to do that. Instead, they want to dose out, listen to some trap music, listen to some EDM and kick back. But that's the problem that that contributes to the gradual degradation of society. Yeah, like we like we talked about before the show, uh, people just they have a hard time confronting comprehending and accepting the depth of deception that exists in the world at large and not just one faction of it not just one portion of it it's it's the world in its entirety and people just have a hard time accepting that because that means that there's no refuge to go to in order to escape it and that's precisely it there is no escaping the matrix that's not that's not a possibility you can you can pretend that you've escaped by constantly dosing on these psychedelic medications to, th- to make yourself believe that you're no longer a part of it. You can do the pharmaceutical route. You can take uh, – there's a, there's a wide variety of ways to make Alcohol. yourself believe that you escaped. Yeah, anything. Anything. You can use anything. It doesn't matter what it is. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that the psychedelic uh, agenda is – one of the main tools, or I should say the main weapons, because psychedelics are can be a tool for, of course, uh, self-development and understanding how reality works and all that. But because we live in a world that's waiting in deception, basically everything has been weaponized, including the things that have you know potential for greatness. Yes. And, and psychedelics especially have been, uh, I mean, and it's, it, it's a rabbit hole that, will take you a long time to fully sift through without somebody who's already done it you know like kind of providing you with some guidance on it because it, it took it took me years to fully understand like the depths of how far this goes but the what the point i was going to make is that like you were saying people gravitate to the new age perception because they don't see a way out because they don't think that there can be any actual physical change because there's just so many people who are, you know, quote unquote, asleep. So, you know, they see themselves as this special class of people who aren't, you know, quote unquote, asleep anymore because they've now realized how, uh, how, uh, muddled the world is by negativity. So they just swing to the other side of the spectrum. That's, that's how the deception works. It works in dialectics. There, there are always two sides to everything, and I mean everything. You, it's hard to find something in our society that doesn't have a pendulum swinging between one side or the other, and how very few people can realize that there's a middle point in any of these dialectics, and that's generally speaking where the truth lies. So when people are 
so sick and tired of the darkness and the negativity that exists inherently in the foundation of how our society works. They swing that pendulum of their consciousness all the way to the other side, which is all, you know, love, light, and positivity. And like like you said, there is obvious value in that because that is where we would all ideally like our society to go towards in terms of its foundation being more rooted in positivity and love but the fact of the matter is this society that we live in is existing in the exact opposite so it's not enough to just swing to that other side and indulge our our lives and our consciousness in that in that side of the spectrum we have to we have to swing that pendulum back closer to the left right into the middle and realize that the only way that we're actually going to manifest that vision that attitude in the actual physical 3d reality that we live in is to mix the two together because that's where the truth exists and we have to realize that the only way that we're going to um, transmute this energy that is creating our physical 3d enslavement prison is to actually take what we understand from that other side of the spectrum that 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 new age perception that people have gravitated into and actually use that in the real world with real world masculine physical action based in objective moral truths and that's another part of the new age movement that I think it makes me the angriest out of all of the uh, aspects of it is the fact that it promotes moral relativism it says that there is no truth that your own perception is truth and that you only create your reality and this is a joke this is a this is a joke that is so laughable that i i, I can't even laugh at it because it's so detrimental to the very existence of all creatures and you know i i wish i could laugh at it because it is actually humorous to, to watch, but because I know, like, the depths of the evil of why that is a even a thing in the first place, I, I really can't laugh at it. So I just call it for what it is, and if people don't want to hear it, you know, that that's their choice. I can't force you to uh, listen and comprehend what I'm saying, but I'm going to say it regardless and i don't care what anybody has to say about it i don't care what anybody thinks about it, it you, you, the opinion that you hold of what i'm saying is irrelevant because the truth does not care about your opinion it does not care what you perceive it, it has no bias it just is and you can either acknowledge it and understand it and then align with it or not and you'll suffer the consequences of whatever you choose or you'll reap the benefit of whatever you choose it's your choice and that's the beauty of it Everything is your choice at the end of the day, and that's how the deception works. Uh, the deception works because nothing's being forced on you. You're not being forced to do anything. That's the the beauty of it, but that's also the tragedy of it because it the, all the power is in our hands, but the tragedy is, is that we have been so manipulated that we don't believe that we hold that power, and so we don't use it, and therefore – it is on us. There, there is no, there's nobody else to blame. You can't blame the Illuminati. You can't blame yes. the politicians. You can't blame the bankers. You can't blame anybody else. You have to blame yourself, and nobody wants to do that because it's a direct assault on the personal ego, and 
that is the most fragile thing in our society because it's been so demoralized and demasculinized and it's just it's a mess man it's a mess this is why you have a lot of people talking about you know pay attention to fear and not logic but let's let's i want to speak on a lot of different things there you know the things like uh, sacred masculine the defined feminine how these are energies that i i feel like people need to understand uh, right. in, in their definition, as well as this renaissance-based future, because I tell people this all the time. It's important not only to vote. People, people think you're only supposed to vote once a year, and I think that's a that's – a, and I use the word vote loosely because I'm, you have to vote with your dollars. You have to vote with your lifestyle. When I say this renaissance-based future, I talk about humans creating things. I talk about us building that better tomorrow, not just throwing our dollars away to whatever's, whatever's convenient. I mean, like actually taking that conscious time, taking that, that, that two seconds, that's all it is, taking that two extra seconds to build something, to put a little bit of 2% energy here and then see where it is two months from now, six months from now, a year from now. But this is what we were talking about beforehand at the start of the show, how they're eliminating choice, you see, and how that's the whole point of what they want to do these days. Because if people start thinking about their life, divesting dollars away from Monsanto, divesting dollars away from Bayer, divesting dollars away from uh, McDonald's, divesting dollars away from Wells Fargo, divesting dollars from wherever. If they begin to vote with their dollars, vote with their lifestyle, consciously and uh, consciously begin to create a, 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 a lifestyle that's based on uh, humanity, compassion, truth, and all these other, what I would consider natural things. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else to say but trying to create a culture based off of something that embraces not only humanity, but divinity as well. That's, that's what we need to start doing. That's, I feel like as people who are in our position, who can influence other individuals out there who can put, who are content providers, that's what we have to do. We have to start creating a conscious community, creating a conscious reality and start putting our dollars towards things that we'd like to see. Uh, you know, this is a, a weird thing is, you know, lately I've been thinking about getting like anti EMF fabric and creating like t shirts like that, you know, because five G is coming. Uh why not get some signal blocking fabric or some clothes like that? We we do it for our phones, but we don't do it for ourselves. So you know, that's just something casually I've I've thought about doing. And this Good is the idea. if we, if we had the funding, my friend, it would be done yesterday. But this is the right. reality that people need to think about because we don't have the funding, because we don't have the attention, because there's not enough awareness around the central issue itself. So if people aren't aware, they can't know. And this is why being in our position, we have to put it out there. We have to say, hey, look, look at what's going on and why this is the solution. Because there's no one else taking the time to, to look at the true solutions for the consumers, for the producers, for the people who are out here doing this type of work. Uh, and this, is, this, this goes back to the sacred masculine, realizing that that's it. We can have all the love and light in the world. But if you're not willing to move that boulder out of that cave... You're going to be stuck in that cave about to die of oxygen deprivation. No light's going to come in there. And that's the problem. People aren't thinking about what's required to create that better tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm all for, like, having a a Tesla-style future. How many Teslas are out there? Are you a Tesla? And that's the problem is people don't think about what their role is, what their beauty is, what their spark of divinity is that can help create that better tomorrow. I tell people all the time, the only thing that's wrong with us is we're out organized. And this, 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 this plays into uh, the escapism. This plays again into the culture uh, and that deception to where you're practicing ignorance. You're saying, no, 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 no. I don't want to look at the real issues. I just want to, you know, paint my pretty pictures over here and do this. That's exactly. the problem. 
you're 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 literally not as we said before integrating those teachings and thinking about what's required to make that better tomorrow right and i i honestly like the biggest problem i see every every day when i interact with uh the digital world and like the people in it who claim to be you know awake and knowledgeable is that they're 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 so they're they're more divided in my view than anybody is in the mainstream it's unbelievable like you have people who won't even acknowledge you if you don't believe that the earth is flat they won't acknowledge you if you if you don't eat plants only you know, they, they, it, it's it's really mind-boggling. To Let's me. Be, let me and let me let me speak on that real quick because this is this is something I've had to like, I've had to build the operation, experiencing this from the so-called conscious community, the, the 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 stay woke community. I'm like, if we're so woke to this stuff, how are we the most susceptible to it? Exactly. That's that's the craziest part to me. If we're supposed to be aware of everything that's going on, how are we the ones that are just like falling for it? Saying, oh, well, this guy doesn't believe in flat earth, therefore I'm not going to talk to him. Oh, he sucks. You know, all of his work's discredited. Blah, 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 blah. He mentioned space. It's like, are he's you. He's a globe He's like, a, just. But, and this is ad, how. Ad hominem attacks. And this is how we treat people who are supposed to be our peers, our brothers in arms, Joke. who are out here. And so I'm having, the, I'm, I'm having conversations, you know, with people like yourself, you know, and, and other great people out there that get this. But this is a real thing. And I think that's why we have to be hyper conscious of it of that other part of the level that's out there because we are part of the solution the agents of change and so they have to create dysentery amongst the ranks bro and that's what that's what that is because we are aware of so many different agendas it's that state of paranoia to where we literally don't work together it's i I don't know how else to explain it man no it's uh, no it's a good way of putting it i mean the the best way to control the opposition is to lead it i mean it's it's that's that's lenin I mean, it's 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 a concept as old as time. I mean, he quoted it recently, but that's what they've been doing for thousands of years. Because that's the only way to subvert the counterbalance to evil is to is to make the is to make the people who understand are on even the most basic level, you know, like what is right versus wrong. That you have to distract them with all these uh, minute, meaningless subcategories of things that they think matter or don't matter listen like I, 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 I think it's in, I think it's fascinating you know how uh, people have come to realize that you know what what a lot of things that NASA tells them is a hundred percent wrong and is just based on nothing I think that that's I think that's great and all but what does that matter if we don't understand the basic tenets of how reality works in the first place it's just going to be subverted again and we're just going to be buried again under a, a mound of dirt at you know it, it's just a, it's a waste of time i, I it, hear you bro i hear you it, this, does, it doesn't it doesn't get anything accomplished it doesn't but uh, just let's move away from the flat earth stuff because that stuff yeah, that's, yeah no that's fine bro it's like a it's like gum on your shoe but i i could complain about it for hours but i won't you, you to to get back to a more serious note uh, you have notes about uh, about you know speaking about uh, leading uh, speaking about leading revolutions or co-opting things. You have notes uh, about the psychedelic movement and about how some of it's been controlled. Right. Please. Yeah. Please enlighten us, my friend. Yeah, I mean, there's it's like I say, it would take me uh, a long time to get through all of it, but yeah, just to uh, just to kind of give you an idea, you know, you have people. 
you know, there, there are all kinds of people. I'm sure everybody on this uh, podcast knows who Aldius Huxley is. He's a uh, he's a pretty well known name in the uh, eugenics uh, field. And Aldius Huxley, he wrote Brave New World, which essentially is a blueprint for the New World Order of the future. You know that we're slowly moving into. And, it, it, of course, it's an incremental shift because as they've learned over the years, over the centuries, you cannot overtly enforce uh, tyranny and enslavement because eventually people will rebel. So you have to do it through covert subversion such as ideologies like cultural Marxism where people don't even know that their lifestyle and their yep. values are being eroded. And the psychedelic movement is—it's uh, no different. I mean, so you have you have guys like Aldous Huxley. You know, you have you've got you have guys like Timothy Leary. You know, with the endless connections to the CIA and and MK Ultra that are putting this stuff out there, like Brave New World. You know, ins inserting these ideas that are really, like I said, the blueprint of the future into the human consciousness. I mean, it's done through movies all the time now. Uh, it used to be books before there was movies, obviously. But now, I mean, it, Hollywood, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, every, every oh, yeah. movie I see, dude, it's, it's, it's full of, uh, you know, at least half-truths that are coded in fiction or some disinformation. Um, but yeah, getting back to the, uh, the psychedelic thing here uh like because when you ha when you look at it you look at the counterculture movement you know it's just it's it's unbelievable to see uh just how uh contrived and and brought upon the population it really was and people don't people don't fully comprehend this uh because i think i think the common perception of psychedelics and the uh, counterculture movement that you know really began in the 60s was that it was so anti-authoritarian and you know so anti-government and things of that nature that you know how could it ever be you know something malevolent well th here, this is this is the problem with that way of thinking is that you know the, these these men and women who know how the psychology of the human mind and how human consciousness works they understand that People don't accept only one side of the story for too long. They they always seek out you know something different. So they it's, they simply decided, okay, well, you know, we're gonna give it to them, right? But we're gonna give it to them in a way that we can wield as a weapon, and but they'll still get it, and they and they won't know the difference between it being this you know organic manifestation of a shift in consciousness, or you know between that. And it being, uh, you know, uh, put upon them intentionally. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it Timothy? Was it Timothy Leary that talked about naming? Uh, so they they had to rename psychedelics from suggestogens to psychedelics because they wanted to help with the perception of them, right? Right. Yes, that that is correct. And you have guys like, uh, you know, you have guys like Terrence McKenna, for example, and people worship the ground this guy walks on because of the, some of the stuff that he he talked about. And and don't get me wrong, like I, I've heard uh, hours of what Terrence McKenna has had to say, and there are of course things that he says that has value. And like any good deception, uh, you have to have truth, you know, contained in the message. So 
people aren't you know completely dissuaded from listening and you know if you're doing it right they'll be enraptured by that truth and then that deception gets slipped in under your nose but i mean like terrence mckenna was really like one of the main proponents of this whole idea of the 1221 2012 um mayan calendar you know uh shift in consciousness that was all of a sudden going to take earth into the next you know whatever whatever people call it now the the 5d uh heaven earth you know that whole idea and this deception was used in order to get people to just like just like any other religious deception where people are waiting on a messiah it's this idea that if you just sit there and you know you just wait for the time to come and you think the right things and you know you treat people who are in your immediate vicinity with you know love that it's all just going to magically manifest and no action has to be taken and you know that this is the kind of stuff that guys like Terrence McKenna were propagating for for years I mean, decades really and a quote here I have from Terrence McKenna. He says, "He says, I guess I am a dark ager, a soft dark ager. I think that there will be a mild dark age. I don't think it'll be anything like the dark ages that lasted a thousand years." And what he's saying is that there's going to be a dark age in consciousness, not technology or you know, like the uh, the uh, convenience and the uh, level of sophistication of how things work. No, it's going to be a dark age in how people perceive the world where it is based in ignorance, yes. total ignorance, despite the fact that there is endless technology around them and how things work so you know seemingly smoothly. People are going to just be cogs in that machine and incapable of really like considering the repercussions of either side of it whether it be the quote unquote spiritual new age side or whether it just be the you know the dogmatic more left brained uh you know computer style robot type of person who just goes to work every day and punches their clock and you know is there 9 to 5 goes home and watches TV it doesn't matter either side of the spectrum it's feeding in to this what he what he termed the dark age yes and let me let me oh, oh man yeah, go ahead oh man go ahead. got me fired up let me let me speak about this real quick because this has kind of been like the crux of a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about you know I say we're allowed to go through we and and listen to the how I phrase this sentence we are allowed to go through a awakening process as approved by Twitter and I say that because we're we, we're we're going through some some kind of transitional phase right now. And when I say that, that's what Terrence McKenna was talking about with the 2012 shift in consciousness. These people understand something was going to happen whenever we reached a certain level of understanding, of knowledge, of whatever you want to call it. You know, I I, I look back at stuff in like the 1800s, how many different books were consumed. You know, the steampunk era, just like how how you know, just I, I look at history and I, I think about how we're their future and how. We 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 are and are not what they envisioned. Uh, they don't think about like the the casual everyday things that we have to deal with. But you know, like you were talking about before, the convenience of technology uh, and how 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 magical that to a degree is. Uh, but all it requires is our freedom. But let me let me speak about that uh, the pacification of the population and stuff of this nature. Because what 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 we're getting to talk about is is what we were saying beforehand: the elimination of the choice and how we 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 are supposed to be going through something divine something greater and experiencing another dimension to humanity but because of the 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 wash the plethora of technology that we're we're being thrown it's like literally dumbing down that extra sense it's dumbing down that ability to like tap into whatever else is happening to us i think that's what people can feel is like something 
outside of the 5G and the, 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 the political tension that's out there, there's another aspect to that energy that's out there. But because we're literally tuned into something different, we're listening to politics, we're listening to Washington, uh, our father who, had, who are in Washington, you know, 1984 turning 70 just this month. Because we, we're, we're, we're moving more towards that reality, we're not able to pay attention to what's happening on a larger, more grand cosmic scale. And individuals like ourselves who are able to, who are, who are going through this type of adversity, both mentally, emotionally, spiritually, psychedelically, how, psychology, however you want to look at it, we're going through this and, 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 and tapping into whatever is coming. And I think what I'm really trying to say at the end of the day is there is a shift taking place at a higher level. Those in control are aware of it, foresaw it, and are using it for their own benefit. And I, and, I, and I know people get that, but I think it just has to be said in that context while we have a guest here explaining it. Because I've, <laughs> a dark age in consciousness, I say that all the time. We're, that's, we're, 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 we're supposed to be going through this renaissance intellectual-based future where, where we look at like what is humanity, where we understand who, our, who we are, uh, where, we, where we really understand the soul. But the only way they're doing that is by systematically censoring information, deleting accounts, deleting content, uh, 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 burning books, uh, destroying monuments. And that's what people have to look at. It's, the, it's a cultivation somewhat of consciousness. And all these things are a part of it. Uh, so when you're talking about Terrence McKenna talking about a dark age in consciousness, yeah. Look at how people are walking through, their, through, through, through the world these days, ignorant of everything that's going on. And very few people are taking the time, as I said before, to cultivate this sense, to, 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 to develop this awareness, these abilities, to even have the, the ability to perceive what's going on. Like, that's, that's what I got whenever you're <laughs> hear, hearing you explain that, just fired up all that, man. Oh. Well, it's, it, and I guess... Uh, I guess we, we might have lost him. Of course. Of course. It's because we get fired up talking about this stuff. Uh, but, you know, while, while, we, while we get the connection back uh, with Josh of Laws of Reality, make sure you go follow his page uh, because this is the kind of content that he's putting out. And I think we have him back with us. Josh, are you hey, with can us? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. Oh, you're okay. You're I okay. said, uh, I said that was it. yeah. That's my intention is to, uh, you know, spark uh, thoughts and ideas in other people. Uh, so I'm glad that I could do that uh, there for you. But I have a, I have a quote here, and it's from uh, one of the uh, primary MK Ultra research, researchers of the 20th century. His name was Dr. Lewis Joloin West. That's J O L Y O N, and he was a uh, he was a he was a Huxley guy, and he actually. Uh, he cited him here in this quote. He says, The role of drugs in the exercise of political control is also coming under increasing discussion. Control can be through prohibition or supply. The total or even partial prohibition of drugs gives the government considerable leverage for other types of control. An example would be the selective application of drug laws permitting immediate search or no-knock entry against selected components of the population such as members of certain minority groups or political organizations but a government could also supply drugs to help control a population this method was foreseen by Aldous Huxley in Brave New World and it has and it has the governing element of employing drugs selectively to manipulate the governed in various different ways to a large extent 
the numerous rural and urban com communities which provide a great which provide great freedom for private drug use and where hallucinogens are widely used today are actually subsidized by our society their perpetuation is aided by parental or other family re remittances, re remittances, welfare, and unemployment payments. In fact, it may be more convenient and perhaps more economical to keep the growing numbers of chronic drug users, especially those of hallucinogens, fairly isolated and out of the labor market with its millions of unemployed. To society… These people with their hallucinogenic drugs are probably less bothersome and less expensive if they are living apart than they if, than if they are engaging in alternative modes of expressing their alienation, such as active, organized, and rigorous political protest and dissent. These hallucinogens pr presently compromise a moderate comprise a moderate but significant portion of the total drug problem in Western society. The foregoing may may provide a certain frame of reference against which not only the social but the clinical problems created by these drugs can be considered. That That's a very heavy quote, but essentially what he's saying here is that it doesn't matter whether you use prohibition or you promote the drugs. You can easily control all aspects of a population by doing either, and he's especially referring to hallucinogens because, like he said, when, once you get trapped in this counterculture of psychedelics, you alienate yourself from society instead of using – the feelings that you have from the experiences that you've had in order to actually take real-world, masculine, and organized action. That's what they count on, and that's exactly what happens. I mean you have all of these like, – like we talked about before the show, you got all these raves that people go to and these, uh, these music festivals where people are just constantly dropping every single kind of drug you can imagine from LSD to mushrooms to mescaline to MDA. I mean it doesn't – the list is endless, and people just – they don't participate in society. They just become outliers in their own little community, and that – you know that relieves the common person who you know wants nothing to do with that culture and even like despises it. They they're not bothered by it because they don't have to deal with them. So it's a perfect psyop. It really is. Hey, you know, I've always I've always asked a question, especially when looking at like the drug culture that's that, that's surfacing today. You know, with the raves and everything that's going on there, the festivals and all of it. I get it. You know, people people want to people want to have that experience. I get it. But I've always asked the question: What's going to happen whenever our generation wakes up? from this self-induced drug coma. Like what happens whenever we're going to wake up one day and say, "Hey, how did we get here? Hey, those four the, those 2 grams of Molly didn't work. Those 3 grams of Molly didn't work. Those 4 grams of Molly didn't work. My tolerance is up. I'm literally unable to like, you know, naturally generate these chemicals <laughs> and now right. I have like a deficiency. What's going to happen to an entire generation of people who self I don't want to even say self-medicated because, you know, this is I don't even know like what the what the term would be. You have no, this kids. is so this is self induced escapism. That's what this is, and that's that's all it is. But what happens when we come back from that? How many people? And I think this is something that we had talked about privately too. These people with delicate sensibilities. We we think people are snowflakes today with emotions oh, and yeah. stuff like this. Think right. think about all the people that are going to be coming down from the Molly, the ecstasy, the acid, the LSD, the ayahuasca, the DMT. The mescaline, the peyote, the Xanax, the Percocets. Yeah, then those are just casually drugs that are there. And they're, and they're allowed to choose that type of stuff. But what happens when they finally come down to base reality right. and they have to deal with these things? They have to they they're have, gonna get smacked in the face. They are. They're going to get smacked in the face. And I hate to sound like an old man saying this type of stuff, but this is what I'm talking about. 
uh, you know, rest in peace to Mac Miller. He told you all that good time could be a trap if you let it. And that's where a lot of people are. They're stuck in the trap. And that's why they tell you right out, right out front. It's a trap, but people fall for it. So, so to speak on that, that delicate sensibilities aspect of people coming back from these trips, coming down to base reality and saying, Hey, what, what's happening? Yeah. Right. That, I mean, that's another big reason why it's pushed is that they want to get people in this mindset where, you know, they're basically just they got their head in the clouds. But then, you know, all of a sudden when a situation confronts them on their doorstep, that's very physical 3D in the real world boots on the ground. They, they'll be literal doormats waiting to be walked on. And that's what they want. They want that. They want that kind of mentality to permeate these uh, various portions of the population because it'll render them entirely inert and useless. Yep. This is the this is the pacification of the population. This is this is what Aldous Huxley was talking about in the Final Revolution, where he says that we have to we have to figure out a way to subdue people's minds, and if the only way to do that is to to voluntarily to let people volunteer to have their mindsets like taken over. That's the creation of the counterculture. That's whenever we say that your 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 rebellion was manufactured, <laughs> your exactly. your resistance. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be televised or posted about because it's yeah, it's right. it's controlled. You see, but this is how this works. It's it's that deception. It's that very fine line, and that's what that's what that's that's what Josh means whenever he says the truth mixed with the lies. Yes, you take these psychedelics. You understand like a greater aspect. You understand how you're how you're how you're tied into everything. But what's what's being promoted these days? The mentality that's being pre- pre- uh, uh, promoted is the same thing that the West always does. In, uh, indulge, indulge, consume. Don't reflect. Don't take two seconds to think about what's going on. Just keep doing it. You know, and I, and right. I, want, I wanted to talk about this with you too uh, to get to get your opinion real quick, uh, and then then we'll, we'll we'll go back into stuff. You know, you know, look at things like the medical marijuana industry, right? The weed that people are smoking these days is not it's not it's not natural. It's like literally like pharmaceutical grade weed these days. Right. It, it like right. it'll it'll dick you in the dirt for sure. That's and so, right. And so I have to ask the question of what does this mean for things like psychedelics as well? Because people have been doing mushrooms and, and psychedelics uh, for thousands of years. We're discovering this. We've known this. It's been passed down for generations. And they've done it ceremonially and ritualistically. Uh, if you right. think about it, this was their way of trying to discover a, 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 another aspect to humanity. They were trying to do science uh, with psychedelics, each person trying these things differently and then saying that they see these things. And I think that's a powerful thing to think about, the fact that you have an entire civilization based around uh, a psychedelic or some kind of otherworldly spirit and everybody trying to come into contact with that. That's another discussion for another day. Uh, what I'm, what I'm, what I want to pose to you is like, what are your thoughts about people creating, uh, you know, th- these, these not synthetic, but these genetically modified mushrooms, uh, these things that that are gonna be like enhanced, man. Like, right. if we, if 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 people are already coming into contact with, uh, you know, other stuff on on naturally grown mushrooms, what happens whenever you have technocrats and scientists and and, and uh, engineers getting involved? with agricultural things like they're going to be messing essentially with like humanity but what are, what are your thoughts on that if you don't mind me asking no i mean you said it pretty perfectly whenever you introduce you know that kind of influence on the natural world you all you're going to get is detrimental consequences and that that people don't they just don't understand like they don't know where anything that they get comes from you know like they they, they really don't like you weren't there you didn't see what your ingesting has been through 
Like, unless you go and look for yourself, you have no idea what you're actually doing and what it's going to do to you. And when you take it and you have a certain experience, you're going to think that that's the, that's the natural state of whatever it was that you took. That's what you were supposed to have. And you have no idea. And, you know, I apply this to how I eat my food. I don't eat anything that I don't know where it came from. I, I know exactly where everything that I get comes from because – you, you you have to you have to know that stuff if you care at all about your own personal well-being and just like we're talking about about the the aggregate well-being of society you ha- we have to all understand where what we're putting into our body comes from and like i mean we could talk about just like the air you know we don't we don't even know what we're breathing you know and people just assume that you know it's it's all good but we have no idea what kind of effects are being caused from what we're even breathing so i mean it's just it's just insanity, man. Like we we live in a world where people just like it, it's it really does come down to the abdication of responsibility. Yes. Nobody wants the responsibility to both understand what their reality is made out of, how it works, wh- where it comes from, why it is the way that it is, and then on the flip side, what they have to do, what is ne- what is a necessity to do in order to you know change it or just make it whatever it is. It's all on you, the individual, because the collective society that we have, the collective consciousness that exists on this planet is made of individuals. So if the individuals aren't understanding and accepting the responsibility that each individual has that's equally important as any other, then there's nothing that's going to get done, and it's just going to be done for you by people who have an agenda against you. And that's the bottom line. This is, I, yes, this is why I tell people, like, there's no one coming to save us. Like, we have to be the agents of change. Like, we have to do all of this. And I remember when I started this like four or five years ago, I was just like, I, I had a moment, broke down in the kitchen doing dishes because I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't want to go the prescribed route. Like I want to do something about everything that I see taking place. And so over that four or five years time frame, here's where we are. We've met great people like yourself. Uh, we've, we've traveled, we've done shows, we've, we've talked about so many different things and that's what it, that's what it is is we have to build it. We have to do the work. We have to experience these things so other people don't have to. The same way that there's no, I know people, the same way that I know there's no way to get those those old school, you know, Illuminati YouTube video documentaries uh, that I used to watch because, you know, censorship. There's no way that people are going to have access to all the previous stuff that we used to do because they, they got rid of it. They saw what it did. It's on us. We are the reinforcements that we were waiting for. That's why it's not cliche to say, be the change in the world you want to see. Right. But we have I to agree. start. We have to start doing that work, and it takes a lot of stepping into the mirror, looking at yourself. Like I didn't think I really. I, to be honest, you know, and I, I and I came to this revelation the other day. I didn't think that I was like a, a, a liberal person until like I looked at what's being promoted these days as as a, a political mindset. I don't even want to get into that to spoil this this transmission. But I thought about the free college. You know, I wanted that just so I could learn stuff forever, not realizing. Oh, sure, I, I understand that though. Not, I understand. Yeah, that. not realizing that's a thing called life. <laughs> Keep living. You'll learn something new every day. But that's that that that's the idea. That's the deception being pushed to you. And so when you have everything that's being free pushed to you, you learn the value of nothing because you expect everything. You don't go through life saying, "Hey, this is this is the record, this is the work that's required to achieve this." 
And so that's a mindset that's being removed. It's a part of what we were talking about before at the start of the show. Right. It's like it's like you say they want you know people want their nanny state to yes. take care of everything for them. Their daddy slash mommy state to do everything for them. And this is a great way, if you ask me, to, to talk about you know the the divine uh, the divine feminine and the sacred masculine. Like they want the government to be God. They want government right. to be the masculine because they want to remove responsibility from themselves. We want exactly. To, we want to be the children to where it's okay to say, oh, I'm not accountable for my for my responses. I'm allowed to be childish. I'm allowed to be whatever. I'm, I'm allowed to be nonsensical, lunacy-based. It doesn't matter. You know, trans-age, transgender, transhuman, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about me. Government will, will, will rectify everything. This is what you were talking about beforehand with the divine or with, with, the, with the new age deception. They're only right. pushing the feminine aspect, not, not talking about the masculine. They want to replace the masculine with government. That's just my two cents on the matter. Uh, that's right. No, that's exactly right. And I mean, uh, the, the the fundamental thing that I talk about all the time, and I try to ha I stay on because, like I told you before the show, it's really the only thing that matters. Understanding how reality actually works, how, like how it works in practice. I, again, this is something I I use all the time. When you take a hose, you turn it on. And you spray water on dry clothes. What's going to happen to the clothes? The clothes are going to become wet. That's how it works. That's how the laws of nature work. So if you don't understand how reality works, not just in that physical sense where, you know, if you jump off of a cliff, you're going to fall and hit the ground. That's how it works. If you don't understand how the laws of behavior work, this is the key. This is the key to everything. This is the most occulted information on this earth is the mechanics of how reality is created in a aggregate sense not in an individual sense it starts with an indiv the individual obviously but in the aggregate the way reality is created is fixed it's immutable it, it only works one way yes and if you don't understand how this works as a concrete objective science you will always be manipulated. It doesn't matter what else you know. You can know everything about the Federal Reserve. You can know everything about JFK, 9-11. You can know everything about everything in, in the temporal matrix that we live in. But if you don't understand the foundations of what the matrix was built on in the first place, you'll always be trapped in it. It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's an absolute truth. And like I said before the show, absolute truths, which encompass also the idea of individual accountability it's it's the thing that people fear and dread the most i wish i had my notes because you know you, when you're talking about natural law this goes back to i wanted to finish up on that last thing with self-ownership but you're talking about natural law and people don't understand how that's there's no secret here this isn't oprah where we have like the secret you know this isn't some some <laughs> some some magical thing. The only reason it's esoteric or the only reason it's a cult and hidden from the world is because it's so simple. It's so simple. It's in front of your eyes. But that's the right. crazy the truth thing. Truth is always simple. That's, it, that's the thing about truth. It's always simple. And it stands on its own. It doesn't need explanation. But because we live in a world today where people are literally practicing ignorance, uh, as you said before, abdicating their responsibility, not practicing stuff like self-ownership, realizing that they themselves are responsible for what they create. 
Right, and to, and to tie this into the psychedelic agenda, like because that's the topic of the show, that's that's what psychedelics end up doing is they end up obfuscating that truth and replace it with subjective perception. Oh, well, if I'm tripping out on all of these drugs and loving life and enjoying life and feeling the good vibes, well, that's the, that's all that matters because it's my reality and that's all I have control over. No, that's the deception. They're trying to get you to fall into that trap so you don't only ignore what objective reality is you don't even care you don't care about it because it's not it doesn't have anything to do about the immediate life you're living how does how does the laws of reality affect me they i mean that's what i'm people just don't understand the bigger picture and this is what i keep telling people really or i guess really trying to get across people these days i think it's it's not that people don't care it is that people don't care it's also that they don't know how to care and this ties into again your man, your 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 consent being manufactured, your opinion being cultivated for a reason, and right. I say that to to tie back into the, what I was saying with like the free healthcare, the free uh, tuition, all this other stuff that's being put out there for the liberal mindset. No, you you don't care because you want other people to care. You have to care about your education. You have to care about your health. You have to care about where you're going in life. You have to care about your own dreams. You have to care about your own hopes. You have to have your own plan. Because if not, there are people that are out there working that have a plan for you. And that's, 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 I know that's a very simple thing, but people don't understand how it's like so, so extreme these days that they're literally swiping by their lives, killing themselves at a job. Well, that's the that, thing about that, that, yeah, no, yeah, right. That, at a job that will drain you of your energy for the rest of your life. That's the thing. But that's the thing about simplicity. You know, the reason why simplicity seems like so trivial to people is because life. Like the society that's been created around us is so com- is so complex and complicated on purpose. So the simplicity of yes. what lies underneath that is obfuscated. That's the whole idea. Yes, and that's why when people, <laughs> that's why that's why I say vote with your dollars, vote with your lifestyle. If you don't if you don't want to hear any of this type of stuff, go do something else. Like that's that's the crazy just thing. Do something. Yeah, just go, do something. Don't don't you know? don't play into them. Don't give your energy, your time, your essence, whatever you take from the matrix. Don't put it back into the matrix. Try to get yourself out. This Grow is, your own food. Support local farmers. Do something. You know, like if you if you don't have the time, you know, because you have four kids and you're just trying to like take care of them. If you like, if you're in a situation like that, just do what you can. You know, stop going to Walmart. You know, like find a local food market. Like we have where I live. There's a there's an app that has. It's basically just like a. Uh, it's like an Amazon for local farmers. Like that that stuff exists. People are trying to make this happen, but there's so little, you know, support for it or I mean, it's really the problem is people don't even know that they exist, but like there's so little backing for this stuff that they end up like running out of business, you know, before they really even get going. And that's that's the stuff that you can do like on a daily basis. Like I understand people feel powerless because the system is so big and so all encompassing, you know, the octopus metaphor of its tentacles everywhere. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I know better than anybody, but like if you if you use that in as, as an excuse to do nothing, I mean, you're use, you're literally useless. And there and there's there's no point to that. I mean, it, it just it does nothing for you or anybody else. Like you might as well just not even be here. And this is I, I'm glad that you, that you said that, you know, that the system is designed to be complex and that all it requires for us to do anything to really start making change is just to do something. You know, is, I, I forget something. I forget who something. I forget who said that quote, but it's like all that evil needs to triumph. And all, Plato. 
Yeah, good men who do nothing. is That's all it needs. is is good for good people to do nothing. And if we don't take the time to look at our current situation and say, hey, we can pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and do something about this, then we're going to we're going to fall play to the current agenda that's that's working like that's that's what I think is crazy is is all it requires is that two percent that you did two years ago and people don't think about that because they're trying to eliminate your memory they're trying to eliminate choice they don't want you to think about your 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 life and how it has consequences where your food goes where your trash goes they just want you to be nitpicking and about about everything else and to 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 kind of I guess get back to center you know looking at like the psychedelica right. and mm-hmm. and all this other stuff and how it how it ties into this it's a part of the drug culture it's a part of the mindset it's a part of how we're willingly down to depreciate and dehumanize ourselves and not look at the other aspects of us like right I, I, I again I think just to to put it to people in like a simple way it's like I'm all for you know I get I guess I'm down for I guess I'm down for psychedelics but I'm not down for them being commercialized it's like you don't go to GameStop to go have fun do you like you're right. you're you're letting a the same way that people think a law is going to give them freedom. It's like think about how you're playing yourself. You're not allowing for yourself to have true liberation of your of your own thoughts by going oh, yeah. by going through someone else. It's like thinking that a priest is going to give you access to heaven. It's like right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's ludicrous. Like that's the thing. Like that's the irony of the whole psychedelic culture is that you know these people who you know who really like have bought in to these experiences that they've had. You know, they go begging to their authoritative state to make it legal to consume them or even possess them. And, like, people are hailing this this Denver legalization of mushrooms as, like, this uh, ultimate achievement of, like, consciousness expansion. I'm just like, you, you understand that it's the exact opposite because you're demanding yep. that authoritative figure that's enslaving you to give you a little bit more freedom. It's just, I mean, it's just so despicable. It's, it's the, so despicable. It's the condemnation of actual consciousness. And so that's that's what I mean, like, by us playing ourselves. We don't see how – and it's, it's the same thing, too, with this whole stay woke phenomenon. It's where you're saying that because I've labeled it's, – it, it's putting a label on something. It's boxing it. It's categorizing it. It's, it's defining it to a degree to where you're saying I am woke because I did this. It's like, okay, so now, now, now it's become standardized. Now it's become some kind of trend, you see. Yeah, it's, it's a – it's a stabilization mechanism for the human ego. That's what it is. It makes that makes the individual person feel better about themselves because they've done something different. But the thing is, and this is another part of the new age psychedelic deception. It's all about getting you to be comfortable in prison. Yes. It's saying, "Hey, I'm a prisoner in a prison cell, but my prison cell looks beautiful and gorgeous because, you know, my mind is free." It's just – it's crazy. It's the idea that a person – as long as a person is free in mind, they are free, and this is erroneous. This is is redundant because by being free in the mind only, you're saying that you only need your internal space, that your external space doesn't matter, and this goes back to what we're saying about imbalance. It's, this is this is what the agenda is. This is what I tell when they, people ask me what the agenda is ultimately. If I had to break it down to one word, it's imbalance. It doesn't matter what you're imbalanced to. You can be imbalanced to the right or left, to the light or dark, to the new age or the totally you know dogmatically religious. It doesn't matter as long as you're imbalanced. And that is what the whole mentality of being free in the mind equaling freedom is all about. It's all that's one half of the equation once you're free in the mind you have to take that freedom that you have in the mind and then envision that in the real world and then take the logical 
real-world masculine action to, to, to actually make that a reality, and people don't understand. The, how reality is built is fourfold. There are four steps to how reality is manifested in the physical world. Break it you, down. You have... You have the you have the available information, right? You have the information that you have at your disposal currently in your in your state of mind, and that that's knowledge or the lack there lack thereof of knowledge. That's the first step. What you what you have there, that's the foundation, right? And then and then you have the understanding or the lack of understanding of that knowledge. So this is this is how you process the information that you have. So whether or not you have knowledge, you're going to process the information that you know you have at your disposal. And then from that processing, you then manifest behavior. What that, that whatever whatever however you process the information that you have, that's going to result in what kind of behavior that you demonstrate. And like this is this comes down to quality, okay? So if you have you like I said, you can have some knowledge, but if the knowledge is lacking in quality, well, your de- your decision making process that that processing you know that's going on w- w- when you have that information, it's not going to be of quality. So therefore, your behavior is not going to be of quality, and then beha- whatever the behavior is of an aggregate population, that's what creates the manifested reality. So it's all about the quality of those of those three steps that will result in either a high quality or a low quality reality. And so if you look around at our reality, this is all you need to prove it. You, you don't it doesn't take any kind of, you know, peer-reviewed Stanford sponsored science. All you have to do is take a look around and just recognize what kind of quality do we have in our manifested world and it's shit. The quality that we have is bottom of the barrel garbage. So that means that the available information that most of us have is garbage. That means that how we're processing that, and I mean, it doesn't even matter. You could be processing the available information that you have, and it doesn't matter how well you process it. If the information is garbage, it, it, it's irrelevant. It's going to be garbage anyway, and then, of course, your behavior will be garbage. That's, that is how reality is created, and people don't understand that this is a provable science, that this can be broken down and it can be shared in a verbiage that can be understood like I'm doing right now. If you have the quality knowledge, if you understand what I'm talking about right now, the truth of the matter, your decision-making process will be refined and it'll be it'll be on the straight and narrow. It won't be wavering all over the place. You'll be you'll know exactly what is real and what you have to do in order to stay aligned with it. And then your behavior, of course, will reflect that. And then the reality will reflect your behavior. This is how it works. But the pro, like I said, the problem is this is objective, absolute truth, and people don't want objective, absolute truth because they have been so indoctrinated into their perception being reality into their perception having all of the meaning that when you tell them that your perception is essentially null and void they they can't they can't wrap their mind around it because their mind is so enraptured by their egoic perception and i'm not saying that you have to dissolve your ego that's a new age psychedelic deception too it's all like it all comes back to balance this is what i'm saying the agenda is imbalanced these people who take these not everyone obviously i've done it but the people a lot of the people who take these drugs they end up dissolving their ego and then they they just become kind of a blob who just kind of goes through life la di da di da because they don't have the faculties to logically process anymore because their ego's gone and that's no better that's worse i mean that's the foundation of what we're talking about you cannot be fully indulged 
in the left side of the brain, the egoic part of the mind, as much as you can't get rid of it. There is always a middle point that you have to arrive to in anything, and that is the bottom line. That's the agenda. That's why I say one word to describe the agenda, it's imbalance. It applies to everything. You know, that's why hearing you talk about uh, you know, the garbage in, the garbage out. That makes me think about how that's that's it. That's all it is. How we are like a tourist field. We 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 create whatever we hear. But that's why they're trying to depreciate the value of everything that's out there. They want you to consume only everything that's on your phone, but don't go read any actual books. You know, heaven heaven forbid you actually pick up a physical book. You know, no, no, it's got to be an ebook. But that's what I mean by garbage in and garbage out. So hearing you like break that down and speak on it, it's 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 so true because that's right. why. That's the thing. It's just so true. Like it's you can't you can't deny it. Like that's the thing about absolute truth. There's nothing that you can say in the face of it because it's true. And that's the thing. Like people people are kind of a, are apprehensive about it because like they they're they they have this like idea in their mind that every even if since it's coming from an individual, like they have this idea that because it's coming from one individual's mouth that it can't be absolute truth because it's coming from a subjective perception. But that's that's a fallacy. That's like that's like saying that you know an individual can say that if you touch a hot stove, it's it's going to hurt. You're going to be burned. And that's like saying that that's not true because an individual is saying it. That's it's ridiculous. That's why I always compare the the, the, the physical reality where like actual physical consequences happen to you immediately. Like, like, say, the, the hot stove or jumping off of a cliff to the law of behavior because they're one and the same. One is just a more uh, ethereal truth com- in comparison to the direct, uh, immediate physical truth of having, like, physical pain. So because uh, you, you can't argue with this. You can't argue and say, oh, well, if I touch the hot stove, I won't, it won't burn my finger. Oh, yeah, it will. And it doesn't matter. Whether or not it was an individual who said it, it's true nonetheless. That that objective truth can be known, and that's the deception that is at the heart of the New Age movement. Is that truth is relative, and that everything is relative. That it, everything is what you believe it to be, what you make it. This is a lie. Yep. This is how they. This is how they get people to accept a prison for their reality because it's just how it is it's just how it's supposed to be because it's it's the divine plan of the universe whatever the excuse is anything to abdicate the personal responsibility of the individual anything it doesn't matter how they do it as long as they get you to think that you aren't responsible for reality itself not just your own it, it, your your own reality is just one little tiny fraction of the collective reality it's it's important everybody is equally important and like you should obviously care about what your reality looks like you don't want you know even though we live in a prison you don't want your prison cell to be full of junk i mean that's not what i'm saying here i'm saying that there has to be a balance between understanding that no you can't have a dirty house and expect there not to be you know rats in the house but you also can't you know just say oh well this is my house, and you know I'm gonna make it as clean as I can, and forget everybody else's house. You know I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help them out with their houses because it's not my house. No, that's a lie. That's what I'm saying. The the the, the truth here is simultaneous. Yes, it is your house. 
You know, your body is your body and it's nobody else's body. But you're you're sharing a collective space yes. where everybody's individual body and house is. That's that's what's everybody's. Well, yes, it's like, you have it's your like own get, house. It's like getting that that understanding of the perspective of you know whenever to, to use like the analogy of like the uh, of, of the cage of wanting like a velvet cage. It's like, well, how about not living in a cage at all? It's like getting that getting that level of like perception to where it's like, well, why are we even living in the cages? at all because we're, we're birds why are we not you know doing things that are natural it's like have we even wanted to get to the point to where we're fighting over not even over the fact that we live in a cage but the fact that you know my cage is better than yours it's like no run that back a little bit get some perspective get some depth on that why are we living in cages when this is not something that's natural for us at all who, who designed these cages how many other cages are there out there and so whenever you begin to get in that modality of thinking you get you get to you, you, you think a little different. You assess things a little different. That's why I'm glad you're, that, that, that you're talking about the quality of information that people have access to, you know, what they're actually feeding themselves. We talk about this all the time. You know, whatever, it, it, what goes in one ear, right out the other. But that's because people don't retain things. They don't, they don't have a discernment. They don't have a filtration. They don't have uh, anything that, that, that sticks to them. What people are paying attention to these days is is the Avengers, Game of Thrones, uh, and and anything that's just like anti anti life or whatever, and so that begins to eventually over time affect the subconscious mind of, of of everybody that's out there consuming this this information either actively or passively. This is the social indoctrination. This is the engineering that's going on in the background. Uh, this is why they're only. This is why censorship is so important because essentially they're eliminating potentiality. They're eliminating us to discover other things that would have put us in a whole different mindset, right. on a whole different life path, and a whole different on a whole different reality. And that's yeah, why the YouTube, the, the YouTube censorship is so bad that if you if you search like anything that has to do with like a conspiracy or anything like that, it's all mainstream sources now. It's incredible. And this is why it's so dangerous is because this is this is obey Big Brother. I had mentioned it, you know, earlier at the start of the show, the idea that, well, not the idea, the reality uh, that George Orwell's 1984 turned 70 this month. Uh, and that's that's just shows you how even back then they had this played out. But this is the reality that we have to understand. They're trying to literally remove the ability for us to even think about the fact that there are people in the background slowly, slowly watching things and curtailing the population. People don't understand that, you know. Like it, it, it used to be a joke uh, all the time growing up, talking about this type of stuff. People would say, "You believe there's some secret group of people actually out there controlling stuff?" There's a small group of people. Yeah, it's called Twitter. Yeah, it's called Facebook. <laughs> now that that's what they're called. People can't even see how there's like an, how there's already one before that who gave the funding to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. You see what I'm saying? People don't look at these types of things. They don't ask those types of questions. They've created an Illuminati in front of people and people still can't believe that there's like people controlling things. And that's what I mean by get, by by getting that perception, taking that step back. Yes, there's a new Illuminati. It's the digital mafia. They're controlling and curtailing information out there, savoring only the good stuff out for for themselves and then at the same time uh Pushing agendas, controlling how you how you see, perceive what you think, what what you think of as normal reality. This is what we were talking about beforehand. How that's 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 the imbalance agenda. I talked about it all the time, uh, or I, I I need to talk about it more. I call it ADD. What they're giving us uh, today is active distraction disease, 
right? It's where we just have to pay attention to everything else other than what's important. I just, I just have to look at everything else other than what's going on right in front of me because what's going on in front of me can't be the truth. What's going on in front of me? No, there's no way that could really be happening here. Let me check my phone to see if what is, what, what's happening is real. Hey, let me check Facebook to see if it's raining outside. And that's, Unbelievable. That's where we've gotten to. Because we have literally somehow gotten to a point to where we don't even trust our own instincts. We don't think for ourselves. We don't want to look outside. We don't want to. That, underst- that's, a, that's another thing. I'm glad you mentioned that. The psychedelic agenda promotes the idea that you can't trust your five senses at all. That your five senses are utterly unreliable, and that the, the, the you know they push the idea that you know the world is only point zero 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 one percent of, and you know what you can see. That's that's all you can see is that small fraction. Okay, maybe. But that, that, that doesn't help you at all. That doesn't, that doesn't enable you to do anything beneficial with that. It just makes you feel even more powerless. So you just continue to delve more into, into the drugs and the meditation and continue to do nothing because, oh, well, five cents reality means nothing. It's, it's something, man. Yes. It's something. And I'm, I'm glad you talked about that. I said I was talking about this just the other day. You know how it's like. I, I thought the idea, right behind doing all of these 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 drugs and the psychedelics, was to get you, you know, like you said, one with nature, to to understand like the divinity within people. But it seems to me like all the people that end up doing these psychedelics end up becoming antisocial. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they pull away from people. They don't want to help. Like yes, they understand these things, but then they become a, a little bit apprehensive, and then it seems like the drugs do them. You see, so that's that, that's the contradiction that I've always wondered. It's like, so you're telling me you're doing this drug and it's it's helping you come into contact with things that are deeper. Uh, you're understanding human nature more. But in under in this understanding, it's actually having you pull away and not not integrating these teachings, not trying to have that love and light positivity feeling that you're having on the psychedelics naturally every day. No, 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 no. In fact, it's doing the exact opposite. It's pushing you farther away from your humanity, farther away from embracing the divinity within everyone else. You see, right. and so it, it's pu- it pushes you away from manifesting that divinity in the three D world. That's the yes, key. yes, Preci- precisely. It keeps you from realizing that you are the vector point for making that heaven on earth. And I know that sounds crazy, and I know it sounds oh, it's, silly to people. It's the, it's the just the truth, man. It's it is. Like we're we're only here for a short amount of time. Who else could cre- like I I oh, I get so frustrated. Oh, the Pleiadians are gonna come do it for us, man. Don't oh, you know? Here's what they're gonna do. They're gonna come wipe us out because they're gonna say, "Hey, look at what these stewards of the planet did. It's disgusting." Whoosh, gone. And no, so, if, they, if they do anything, that's what they'll do. That's what I keep telling people. And that's the that's the other part of it too, man. That's the death cult part of the New Age movement. They all know that. They all hear that. Oh. We're not cleaning up the planet good enough, so they're just going to come here and essentially rapture us out. They're just going to come through and, and, and cleanse all of us because we're the good links. But this, but this goes, this goes back to that ideology of just wait, just wait, just wait. Don't in, yeah, just wait. Don't interact. Yeah. Don't don't uh, uh, yeah. integrate the teachings yeah. in here. And that's the problem about it is we have to realize that, as I said before, we are the vector points. We have to start doing the work. That's that masculine action. That's that masculine energy. However you want to look at it, we are the vector points for creating that heaven on earth, and that's why we have to do the work. It's, it's, it's that, it. that's, yeah, that's the other point I was going to make is that um, going back to what you said about how they understood that there was going to be some sort of, of a uh, 
a shift in perception. They they understood this, so they created the psychedelic counterculture New Age movement because they they understood that they were going to need a new net to trap people in. Yep. And there was a there was a meme that I posted a while back on uh, on my Instagram page where it, it basically has two cages. And one cage is smaller, and it has a you know the religious iconography on t- top of it, and it has people running from that small cage with a bunch of you know like rainbow flags and heart flags to this bigger cage that says love and light on it, and they think that they freed themselves, but they just traded one cage for another. That's what the new age movement is all about. It's it's for yep. the people who wake up to the dogmatic nonsense of. Uh, the you know the mainstream religions and you know they 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 knew those people were going to do that so they just created this new net for them to get trapped in and that's essentially what they've done and it, it worked to perfect I mean it, it's mind boggling how well it worked like it it is like like a science that's what I'm saying it's like yep. reality and how it works is a science if you understand how reality and consciousness work you can manipulate it however you decide. If you can make you know people ignorant enough to accept it, and that's the key. Like if you're a if you're a group of, of dark you know satanic like a, sor- a sorcery group like the uh, like the ruling classes on this planet, if you can make everybody ignorant enough to not you know recognize what you're doing, and not only that, but you know make them even if you do see it, not know how to stop it. You can easily get away with manipulating things like this because you know how it works. Now, of course, if you have a population of people who have knowledge and, and you know know what you're doing and how to stop it, you could never get away with it. But that's that's what I'm saying. They've created such a reality where people have have no idea how it works, so they can just easily be manipulated because they have all the information. You know, I, I hearing you just. I, I want to speak on this real quick. You know, uh, the 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 collapse of religion into what I would I'm so glad you explained that in the way that you did uh, it just makes me think about you know how we see this we see the collapse of religion and yet the rise of the LGBTQP plus right movement right, right? Uh, the rainbow flag right we see that we see the tearing down of the cross the tearing down of all these of these religious symbols but we see this this flag uh, being put out there you know there's there are studies out there and there are ancient Native American tales that talk about the rainbow tribes uh, you know, and how there are all kinds of different people from all different nations coming together to create like a whole new tribe. Whoa, crazy! It's just an inversion. It's just an inversion that's, of that. That's all the LGBTQP did. They realized that as well. They realized it. They co-opted the symbol. They distorted it, and they're using it for political gain. And that's that's this. That is the narrative that I want to try to expose all the time. Is that we, we, we're supposed to be having these these beautiful experiences. These dress, these transformative things. But as you said before, we now live in some inverted, crazy world to where things are being weaponized. Things that are good for you have somehow been weaponized, and that's a crazy reality that I don't think a lot of people take the time to to, to really look at and 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 to realize. Like what I mean by like freedom these days, it requires constant vigilance. It requires like staying focused and looking at all this stuff yes. and and trying to retain like your mentality because. The enemy is trying to take it from you. The enemy, it's, exactly. they're, they're waiting for you to slip up. Now, the, the key to freedom is vigilance, eternal vigilance. I believe that was Thomas Jefferson. You want freedom, you have to be eternally vigilant. And people just like what I'm saying. People have been indoctrinated to be as lazy 
and as uh, unwilling to be accountable for their freedom as possible to the point where they're willing to trade it for security. And I think that's what Thomas Thomas Jefferson said too. He was, you know, if you trade your, or no, it was Benjamin Franklin. If you if you if you trade your freedom for security, you don't deserve either. Yeah. and that's just <laughs> that's just truth, man. That's just truth. Yeah, well, it, it's it's so true. And, you know, to 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 start wrapping stuff up because I, I know you got to go. I don't want to keep you. But oh, yeah. I mean, I I can stay on as long as you want, man. As long as you need to stay on. This is this is why they were talking. This is why marijuana is as controversial as it can get right now, uh, because if they can keep you pacified, if they could like think about think of, you're not using your phone whenever you're out there on a hike or whenever you're out there being active or whenever you're doing things. What they've realized is that they can put you in like a delta a delta wave uh, mindset where you're easily more suggestible. You're able to retain stuff. They can insert different messages and different things into you. That's why they right. realize with weed, that's the perfect stuff. That's 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 the way. Let's ostracize it. Let's make it controversial. Oh, you know, weed, blah, 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 blah. Get everybody to smoke weed. That way, twofold. We can insert new ideas to them and at the same time uh, control what they're thinking. Like control what they're thinking and then pacify them. And that's, right. what, and that's what's happening now. So now that the majority of the population, or at least our generation's coming up, uh, smoking all this weed, becoming pacified, not developing this vigilance mindset, not developing filtration, not learning discernment. No, just smoke the J's, bro. You'll be all right. They, they yeah, said, no, we, we, marijuana is the new cigarette because it, people realize that cigarettes kill you. So, you know, they, they needed a new alternative to feel inoculated, and that's what weed has done. I know people don't want to hear that, but yeah, well, this is this is the truth. I'm sorry it hurts, but it, it, to go even farther than that, they realize, okay, cool, great, we got people smoking weed. Now we need to figure out how to literally lobotomize them. That's that's the simplest way no, I could say that's it. Exactly right. We just need to lobotomize them so that they can just be drones and zombies. These are the Walking Dead. That's right. That, yeah, you want to know what that's really referring to? Just take a look around you. Go to a mall and just look around you. That's the dead. And that and and and, and Mark Passio said it, man. You know when he was in the when he was in the satanic priest class. That's what his fellow priests called the masses, the dead. That's how they see you. Yep. You're, you're just you're just walking zombies, and that's why they make shows about you. That's why they put that's why they put the fucking the zombies in game of thrones the the dead they put the, they make the walking dead i mean it's just so it's just so in your face it's incredible it's because it's it, we 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 have we've talked we've touched on it throughout this entire transmission you know the fact that there is a select group of people out there who are aware of this natural occult this natural law they, they say it's occultic because whatever it, you want to call it yeah, doesn't matter what you call it if you if you choose not to see it yeah i guess it would be occultic <laughs> that's that's yeah, how i, I mean, see it the, the, the reason why I, I, I say it's occulted is because it's not taught to you anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's completely obfuscated by dogma everywhere you look or the lack of dogma. That's the irony. I mean, it doesn't even have to be dogmatic obfuscation. It can be – there can be nothing. It can just – that's what I'm saying. Everything is just relative. That's the, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the swing of the pendulum. It's either the total dogmatic you know, uh, doctrine of a religion or what or statism whatever you want to whatever you want to say and then there's the other side where there is nothing it's just it's just all subjective to your perception and they're both equally nonsensical deceitful illusory lies period i'll tell you what some of the uh, one of the most dangerous mindsets that i see kind of being immersed in this type of work, I begin to perceive things a little bit different. I've, I've perceived things different. I've grown. I have like all these 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 
I'm just so much different now. But to see, tell me about it. <laughs> to see one of these like mindsets that's, that's putting out there, to hear people say that there is no God, that is like the scariest thing to me. Because what what we're, I think what I'm beginning to see right now is just like a insanity syndrome, just like a cannibalism syndrome, to where people are not 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 woke or I don't even know what you would want to call it. People are so gone unenlightened yeah that they're just like you know what this is this is all bullcrap none of it matters my life doesn't matter there is no god i find that very dangerous because you have these these people that i would consider the walking dead going about ready to just ready to be activated to just to just kill because nothing matters to them you see and so if this is a mindset that's just casually being picked up since we're because we're talking about these extremes that are out there this is a very extreme mindset there are people out there that are waiting for the purge there are people out there that for real that are waiting. They're able to make movies about it because they understand they're tapping into something. This goes back to what we were talking about before with the quality of information, garbage in, garbage out. There's no talk of divinity. There's no talk of God. There's no talk of getting uh, closer to God. There's no talk of activating these other senses. There's no talk of any of this stuff that we that we mentioned here at all. If anything, in fact, it's the exact opposite. It's the it, it's it's the talk of like you know what. You're inconsequential. Your your life sucks. Kill yourself. Uh, you know. You know what? Go kill your neighbor while you're at it. Like it's a it's a mindset that's being put out there, and that's why it's programming people, and they can't see it. So when we have episodes like this, and we have to break it down to the audience, like, look, you're doing drugs that are essentially a part of a death cult that are telling you you don't matter, and none of this matters. It's all a big joke. That's dangerous because you're playing around. <laughs> you're, you're you're playing with forces that you still don't that you that you're choosing not to comprehend, and that's what I find so dangerous, bro. Is people are 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 pushing this narrative, pushing this mindset, and they don't see how it's killing them. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, the, but you have to like you have to remember like guys like Joe Rogan, man, like these 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 dark these in, these these intellectual dark web personalities like Joe Rogan who are pushing this shit on people all these different i mean i've watched these joe rogan clips he he pushes transhumanism every 10 minutes like people take people like joe rogan as you know these these warriors of truth it's insanity it's, it's insanity joe rogan is the enemy people like joe rogan they are the enemy it's dangerous it's dangerous like i had i i had i had people send me clips from his interview with alex i had him send me clips oh. from uh, his worthy stuff. Man. His stuff with Graham Hancock. I, I and I started I, because I started. I really started looking at Joe. I've only. I haven't really paid attention to Joe Rogan stuff, man. But uh, it, something this this year told me pay attention to what's going on over at Joe Rogan. And you're right. He's one of these people that's out there saying, "Hey, do the DMT, do the ayahuasca. I got a buddy for that. I'll make a. I'll make a few bucks." But he you, says every conspiracy theory is tinfoil hat insanity that's what he'll say so simultaneously we, so we can push so we can push all kinds of drugs and psychedelics we can de, we can dehumanize people we can disassociate them from reality but if we use our actual brains for critical thinking and and and, 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 and analyzing issues oh no heaven forbid we actually do that no just just do the dmt bro and that's what's right. becoming dangerous that people don't really see is you're having somebody who's popularizing the idea of dosing out just just bliss out bro just don't take any actual uh, corrective action in your life to create a better life. No, man. Hey, if you want to end up like me, all you got to do is just do the DMT, man. All you, all you got to do is just get the ayahuasca, bro, and then shave your head, and then boom, you're like me. 
but people don't see how how weak willed they are these days. That's what I'm saying. Is there's is is by looking at people like Joe Rogan, the influence that he is having on a vast number, of, a vast percentage of the population right now, and how that many weak willed people will actually succumb to it. They don't see how they're looking to Joe Rogan or any of those types of people as like a shamanic figure to them, as if you know this this guy is the guru. That's dangerous because again, you're allowing your consciousness to be cultivated. You're allowing yourself to 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 be manufactured, and I feel like it's just dangerous because this is consciousness that we're playing with. We're we're essentially giving over our energy, and this is what it, this is what you were talking about beforehand with the abdication of responsibility and the abdication of power. You're saying, you know what? I saw Joe Rogan do it. I'm going to do it this way. It's like no, you literally just tried to tailor make your entire experience that was personal for somebody else for 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 you. That's dangerous because you are you're you're you're, you're choosing to to embody somebody else's experience. I, I I don't know. It's it's <laughs> no, it's good point. And like here here's here's something that ties right into that. Aldous Huxley, he has he had a quote in a, in a letter to George Orwell. Uh, you, you some of you may know this quote. But he, Huxley predicted that drugs would one day become a humane alternative to flogging for rulers wishing to control recalcitrant, reluctant subjects. He wrote in a letter to George Orwell in 1949, quote, But now psychoanalysis is being combined with hypnosis, and hypnosis has been made easy and indefinitely ex- extensible through the use of barbiturates and psychedelic drugs which induce a hypnoid and suggestible state in even the most recalcitrant subjects. Within the next generation, I believe that the world's rulers will discover that infant conditioning and narco-hypnosis are more efficient as instruments of government than clubs and prisons, and that the lust for power can be just as completely satisfied by suggesting people into loving their servitude yep. as by flogging and kicking them into obedience. And that's that's it, it's so true because they understood that people weren't going to continue to respond to flogging and to kicking them into obedience. They had to be deceived into it, and that is the new trick of the trade. That is the... That is the covert subjugation of the human soul. Call it whatever you want. The human, the human soul. I, I would define as the marriage between the intuitive, creative side of the brain and the left, logical, linear, intellectual side of the brain. I, the merging of those two things is the soul. This is what this is what the psychedelic agenda is all about: is subverting that marriage and destroying one side and making you indulge in the other, and just not thinking about how much of a slave you are. But even if you even if you recognize that fact, you may even fall in love with it because it's so easy and doesn't require you to do a damn thing. Josh, of laws, of reality, my friend, thank you for coming on. This was definitely oh, yeah. a powerful episode. Thank you for having me. Uh, before you go, uh, where can people find more of your work? Sure. Uh, there's the uh, there's the Law of Reality Instagram page. Just Laws of Reality with no spaces. Obviously, that's the that's I'm working on my own website right now. It's it's taking uh, time because I have other stuff going on. But there is a project that I have um, that's currently up and running on the internet. Um, Jan Irvin of Logos Media also has. Um, one of these projects up and it's uh, via thebrain.com uh, it's a program that allows you to essentially make a infinite infinite web of, of thoughts and connections via you know um, 
anything you want it to be. I, I, I've chosen to use it to basically make um, as close as I can get to like a library of Alexandria type replication on the uh, digital web. I work on it uh, as often as I can. It's it's nowhere near complete. I just have the uh, I have the basic outline of everything there. So if you're a if you're a person who just wants um, kind of a directional way to uh, sort through a bunch of information and, and a variety of different uh, facets of how reality works both in the uh, societal sense and in the uh, more ethereal sense you can go there and it'll it'll be just a uh, it'll be an easy experience for you because you can just like click from thought to thought and it'll take you through the various connections uh, the the link is I'll, I'll say it twice it's b r a dot i n slash 4PWDYQ. I'll say it one more time. The letter B, the letter R, the letter A, dot, the letter I, the letter N, slash, the number 4, the letter P, the letter W, the letter D, the letter Y, the letter Q. And if you go, if you type that link into a browser, it'll take you right to it. Uh, I, I, like I said, I edit it and refresh it every day. I'm, cur I'm still working on the website that I'm going to put all my information onto in a more like professional, cohesive fashion. But for now, that's where you can find me. Um, I also have a YouTube channel uh, called the Unseen Encyclopedia uh, that I'm going to be posting much more content to that I have in the past. So that, that those are the main places. It is I'll probably be back on this program at some point, and by then I might have more for you. But for now, that's all I got. Yeah, we'll we'll be sure to put all those links in the description bar below uh, because I'm I'm curious about uh, the brain and how that would work. But yeah, no, we'll we'll definitely put all those links in the description bar below. Uh, but closing thoughts: What do you want to let the people know? <sighs> well, I mean, I could I could say a lot here. But I'm just going to keep it simple. Uh, there, there's only one way forward, everybody. There's only one way forward, and that is either we, you know, we in, we acknowledge, we understand, and we embrace and align with what truth really is, with how reality actually works. And you know, despite you know what your subjective personal opinions may be, you know, despite what your particular perspectives are on. Uh, any various part of life, um, this is how it is. We we generate our reality through what we understand, how we understand it, and then what we do with that understanding. And as long as we're pretending that it's any other way, we're, we're, there's no way we're going to be able to move forward in any capacity. We're just going to continue to take more steps back and bury ourselves further down the whole of darkness that we're already in that we're going to struggle to get out of if we don't do this now and I mean right now we don't have any time otherwise you we have to acquaint ourselves with this knowledge and fully understand it so we can give it to other people because if we nobody else is going to do it like we've said there's no savior coming there's nobody coming to help you you are the change that you want to see in the world like that quote famously says uh, beware of deception because it is everywhere, even in the things that you would never expect it to be. I'm sure there are a lot of you who are listening right now who, you know, have a uh, fond opinion of psychedelic drugs, and I am, I am very familiar with them because I have done them. I understand them. I understand the benefits that they have, 
But like we've harped on this whole episode, everything in this world that's been constructed at our detriment is being weaponized against you, and you have to learn how that's being done. And, you know, outside of my work, um, I highly recommend that you look at Mark Passio's work, all of his lectures and podcasts. You can find that on his YouTube channel at Mark with Mark Passio. Just type that in, or at one what on earth is happening dot com. And I disagree. lose me I, here yeah I lost you for a little bit there there's there, I disagree with Jan Irvin of Logos media on you know a lot of the things that he talks about nowadays but his research that he had compiled for the last 10 or 15 years on psychedelics and the counterculture psyop that we have talked about today is invaluable there's really nothing else like it in the uh, in the compilation that he has been able to create and you can find all that information at logosmedia.com as well as his YouTube channel, Logos Media. Those are the two best areas of research that I think anybody can can use to to fully understand what's happening to their to their lives, to their consciousness, to to their reality. And uh, you know, they're still both making content to this day. So I I highly suggest looking at them outside of my own work. And you know, I I try to combine. Uh, you know, they're, because they're they're on the opposite side of the fence on a lot of things. So I try to combine what's best about both their work into my work, along with what I what I understand just innately. So outside of my work, those two places are the best best places to go, if you ask me. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. I'd say you did a great job compiling both, and then and we only scratched the surface. Uh, there's yes. there's still so much more. Uh, to oh, discuss because yes. this was. I'd love to come back on and get into it more. Oh love yeah, we, we we will because this is this is a very deep topic that I think a lot of people need to take a few hours, a few days, not even hours. Like, yeah, if, you, if you want, we can make this a multiple part series and this can be the introduction. Cause I didn't even touch like the, the hard information that I have about it. Yeah. Right. Let me reclaim my notes and then get into all this because yeah, that when, sounds great. when we're talking about, you know, Timothy Leary or Timothy Leary and Terrence, Terrence McKenna being agents of the a, CIA. That's a deep rabbit. Yeah. Hole, man. And, a deep rabbit hole. and that's stuff that needs to get down on record that people need to understand. Like, the creation of a counterculture, like that's a huge thing, and we're experiencing that right now. Uh, but thank you, oh my gosh, Josh, for coming on. So many great talking points, and we'll definitely have to do this again, my friend. Thank you for oh, yeah, coming I look, on. I, I look forward to it. Thank you, man. Oh, yeah, no, it, it's definitely going to be a good one. And there he goes, Josh of Laws of Reality, and I'll be poor. I'll be sure to. Uh And I'll be sure to put all of his information in the link uh, in, the, in the description bar below. Uh, really, really deep topics, as always. Uh, and the reason we do this is so that you guys understand the depths at which we're trying to get this information out there to you. Yes, the creation of a counterculture is very real. And when looking at everything that's, be that's being put out there, I mean, look at the look at the current political mindset that's being put out there. And you don't think that they could come up with a subversive idea or a subversive ideology that would have you voluntarily give up your mind? Yeah, very deep things. And I'm also very glad that you guys tuned into this episode. I know, very powerful and a whole lot to think about. But if you guys have any questions, feel free to email me or Josh. I'll have that in the link in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and Josh of Laws of Reality. Out.